Welcome to today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light. Sun, Salt, and Light, S-O-N, knowing and growing in your daily relationship with Jesus Christ, but also being the salt and the light in your marriage, in your family, at your place of work, at your church, and even in the community you're in. I'm Pastor Michael Petit. This is a radio ministry of our church, Calvary Chapel Divine, here in Divine, Texas. We are so glad that you joined us for today's broadcast. We are a Calvary Chapel, so we simply teach the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter. We believe that God uses His Word to transform, restore, and to change lives one verse at a time. If you're visiting our area, you'd like to get information about our church or church service times, maybe even track down some of the other teachings that we have available through podcasts, whether it's through Audible or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can do all of that at our church website at calvarydivine.org. That's calvarydivine.org. Well, today we're going to be in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Uh, this teaching I uh, was inspired to do because it was one of the first verses that I ever learned as a, as a new believer. Uh, I, I could understand it. You know, it was one of those things I could go, man, I can actually apply what this is saying because it's simple. Uh, and, and when I was putting the study together, I heard a song uh, from uh, Passion called Here's My Heart, Lord. Beautiful song. And so that's what I simply entitled this. So today we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Here's the second half and conclusion of this two-part study. You know, and, and one of the things I love is like, when it talks about, you know, don't lean on your own understanding. You know, my father, after he stopped drinking, he realized that there was a problem. There was a reason that he was drinking, and it was that that he didn't want to face. And God dealt with that in the heart. My dad spent so many, and so did I, for 39 years. I leaned on my own understanding for everything. Train wreck. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you got kids, man, try to steer them away from that because they need to be trusting God. I can tell you I've, I did 39 years of leaning on my own understanding, and I have the aftermath. You reap what you sow. And sometimes those things still come up, and you go, that's because of where we were at. And the struggles that you see, that your kids are going through, it's tough. But we need to remember, like, for us, we cannot be so self-dependent that we're leaning on our own understanding and not God's Word. We just told you that you need to trust in with all your heart. And you put that trust, you, you spend that time in God's Word, you give all of your heart to Him, you spend time in prayer, you're renewing your spirit. But He tells you it's the heart, the heart's the problem in Mark chapter 7, verse 20. And he said, what comes out of a person is what defiles them. For from within, out of the heart of man, comes evil thoughts, sexual morality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these, all these evil things come from within and they defile a person. This is why we give all of our heart to God. We have to be careful not to allow ourselves to be pulled into sin through our own self-dependence. Because we can do that. 
You start leaning on your own understanding. You start following the things of the world. You start allowing those, those comforts to come back in that you put away. And I'm telling you if, you, if you looked at any of that list today and you go, man, I'm kind of struggling with pride lately. You need to deal with that. I've been coveting. Oh, I've been coveting somebody else's sound system. We do that. We go to other churches and I'm like, man, it'd be nice to have those speakers. See how easy it is? We think it's nothing but a sin. We do that. Man, I wish I had that camera. Man, we went to Adult Teen Challenge, man. I was like, whoo, man, I got a nice stage. I was like, this is nice. But at the end of the day, you got to ask, like, if, are any of those things creeping back into your heart? And we need to deal with them. Because God doesn't want a lukewarm heart. And let me tell you something. People who lean on their own understanding, they can be very lukewarm at times. Because they're, they're not trusting God. They're just leaning on what they think is, oh, I think is, I'll just do this. And they don't think about the repercussions that it's going to have. The sin that it's going to impact the people. In James chapter 5, verse 17, it says, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He prayed fervently that it might, uh, might not rain, and for three years and six months it did not rain on the earth. I love that because Elijah, we see he was just like us. People are dying and getting desperate, right? But are we praying the way Elijah did? Are we leaning on our own understanding? I'm sure it didn't make sense for Elijah to go, hey, i got to pray that it doesn't rain. It's going to affect all these people. I'm sure it doesn't make sense for, for people to stand up and say, look, I, I told you all this weekend, we cannot be apathetic to the things that go against God's Word. We can't. We can't. And, and, and you know, again, it, it has to deal with, with our, our walks. Even David was a man after God's own heart. We know that from Acts 13, 22. It says, And when he removed him, he raised up David to be the king of whom he testified. And I said, Have, have found in David, the son of Jesse, a man after my heart who will do all my will. I love that. You know, when that rain is sent, when Elijah meets with Ahab in, in 1 Kings 18, verses 1 and 2, it says, During the third year without rain, the Lord spoke with Elijah, Go meet with King Ahab, and I will soon send rain. So Elijah went to, to meet Ahab. Did Elijah question God? No. Did Noah? No. Build an ark. Okay. You know how easy our lives would be if we wouldn't be disobedient? If we would actually pursue holiness or pursue righteousness. Take a step of faith. Do a football field event. We had no clue when we first got here and we did that. We baptized people. We baptized Christian on that football field. And that, you know what it was? Pastor Leonard. From First Baptist Natalia. See, we were all working together trying to put that event on. 
And we watched churches. We didn't know where the money was going to come from, but God provided it. We all took a step of faith. He told me, man, I want to baptize people on the football field. I said, if God's giving it to you, let's do it. Well, I don't have anything to baptize them in. Well, we need to start looking. The day before the event, the tractor supply store was like, here, here you go. Gave us a, a big old horse trough. Gave it to us. And I said, well, somebody, he goes, man, I just hope we use it. I said, bro, you already took the step of faith and it's here. It's going to happen. And even at that moment, we didn't think, man, no, I, you know, again, step of faith. Is it going to happen? And then out of all those people, little Christian decides he's going to be the one to step up and get baptized. That's after a little girl went up there and freaked out. She was fine when she was right here. As soon as she turned around and looked at all those people, she was like, oh, no. <laughs> but Christian went ahead and did it. And then after that, we had another one baptized and another one baptized. This is the middle of a football field. Steps of faith. If God's giving you something to do, be obedient to it and do it. It'll make your life so much easier. Make your life so much easier. But remember, he had a faith just like, it says he, a nature just like ours. He prayed fervently. And they didn't like Elijah. They thought he was a troublemaker. The king did. You're just a troublemaker. You're the biggest troublemaker. You know what? I told y'all the world's going to hate, hate us. There are going to be people that don't like you because you are a Christian. There are going to be people that don't like you because you're following God. They're going to be Christians that don't like you because you're showing them something that they're not. It's not that you're it, they're, they're, it's not that they're seeing you, they're seeing the reflection of Christ because you're actually living a life for Christ. And they were serving Baal at the time. But Elijah had to go and tell them in 1 Kings 18, uh, 1 Kings 18, verse 18, Elijah answered, I have not made trouble in Israel, and your, and your father's family have made all this trouble, but not obeying the Lord's command, you have gone after the Baals. And so he starts dealing with their stuff. He's like, you've leaned on your own understanding, and you've allowed this, this false god to be worshipped here, and God's going to deal with it. And that's what happens when we start leaning on our own understanding. We start allowing those false gods to pull us the directions away from God. That's what doubt does. That's what fear does. That's what, what I, I, I've been praying. I've been praying. There's no answer. I'm just going to go ahead and make this happen. You can look at Sarah and see how that turned out with Abraham. Right? Didn't go well. How many of you all seen that movie? His, his uh, only son. Great movie. Great movie. Actually shot by an ex-Marine. Decided to go to film school after he came. He took his money that he got from Afghanistan and Iraq and went to film school. And said, I'm going to do the whole book of the Bible. And he started with the story of Abraham. And he's going to continue on the next one. Made it for $250,000. I think that thing's made over $10 million. Great movie. But a step of faith. 
But what happens is we allow these false gods into our lives and we start allowing that doubt and, and we start leaning on our own understanding. And we, have to, we have to take those steps of faith when God gives it to us. But Elijah tells them at some point, and I believe that God does this with, it, with us at times. In 1 Kings 18, verse 21, Elijah approached the people and said, How long will you decide between two choices? If the Lord is the true God, follow Him. But if Baal is the true God, follow Him. But the people said nothing. He's like, how long are you going to depend on yourself? How long are you going to not forgive? How long are you going to be angry? How long are you going to trust your money over God? How long are you going to worship your children and not God? You see it, man. I, I, my God, you, you go to baseball games, the little kids have interest music. It's crazy. And I, the one team we saw, man, they had, they, 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 I don't know, somebody spent some money. The bags matched, the helmets matched. The, I mean, it was, it was cool. But I'm like, man, that's a lot. Of, I know that, that's a lot of money. But sometimes what happens is we, we, we allow the worship of our kids and we don't follow God. What I love though is, is and, I, and I have, the reason why I bring that up is I have a son-in-law that does that. His kids are into jiu-jitsu. And they're, they're going to compete. Let me tell you something. That jiu-jitsu is his God. And that's my son-in-law. And every little piece of equipment they need, no matter how expensive it is, they got because he's following that. And, and he was here Easter. And how long will you go between the two choices? That's kind of what he's getting at. He's like, you know, if, if you trust me, then trust me. And follow me. Wholeheartedly, with all your heart. In James chapter 1, verse 7, it says, For the person that... Uh, are, in James chapter 1, verses 5 through 7, let me just read that whole thing because I don't want to come into the middle of it. If any, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God. So that tells you right there, if you're, if you're struggling with your doubt or you're struggling with your understanding, you have God. Go to Him and ask for wisdom. Let him ask God who gives generously with, to all without reproach. And, to, uh, and it will be given. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. That's why you see people struggling and being tossed to and fro. They're struggling between, between the choices. And, and, and God is wanting us to, to trust Him with all of our heart and stop leaning on your own understanding. In verse 6 it says, In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. I love that. Acknowledge Him means to, uh, to know Him. 
with wisdom, his power, his goodness, by accepting success of his sovereignty. You know him. You personally know him. And I've told you that many of times. You can, you can relationally know God or you can just know the religion of God. And so many people know the religion of God. They know God. They know Jesus. But they don't personally have chosen to personally follow Jesus. And when we look at the story of Samson, we know that, that, that Samson idolized Delilah along with many other women. He had a problem. That's why you'll hear people say that he was a Samson of a man. Or a Samson. It's just at the end of the day, I could have used him in a mighty way. But this one thing that kept pulling him away, he kept chasing after. And eventually Samson becomes a prisoner to the enemy, the Philistine enemy, because he gives up the secret of his hair. In Judges chapter 16, verse 20, it says, And she said, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. And he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as, as at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know the Lord had left him. I think that's what happens with us when we lean on our own understanding. Is you're leaning into your own understanding thinking this is how it's happened all these other times. And you just jump in to go do it. And the Lord's not in what you're doing. You're just going. And that's not where God's moving you or calling you to be. I mean, it's sad because Samson's going to be blindly shackled to sin. And we have to understand, like, even when we think about it, we can't be, we, we walk by, by faith, not by sight. And we have to acknowledge him. He will pull us out of the darkest hole that you'll ever be in. And I saw that yesterday. Those women, praise God. Praise God. It's a step of faith to actually decide I'm going to go into a Christian treatment center. Because it's so easy to go to one that's from the state and they'll drug you up for days. But we know the only true transformation comes from Jesus. And those women took that step of faith. No matter what hole you're in, no matter what, what sin you're in, God loves you. And what God is asking is just repent. Stop, stop bouncing between the two decisions. Acknowledge Him and trust Him. It's sad when we look at that in Elijah in 1 Kings 18, verse 39. It says, when all the people saw this, they fell down to the ground crying, the Lord is God, the Lord is God. And same thing with Samson. We see when, when things are at its worst, Samson in Judges 16, verse 28, then Samson called to the Lord and said, O oh Lord, please remember me and please strengthen me only this once, O oh God, that I may avenge on the Philistines for my two, two eyes. And you're like, man, Samson could have done so much. He ended well. Right? 
But when you look at the life, you see a lot of leaning on his own understanding. Leaning towards the desires that were ungodly. Jumping between the two decisions. And, and, and uh, first, in Judges 16, verse 28, down at the bottom of verse 30, let me read the whole thing. It says, And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. And he bowed with all his strength. And the house fell upon the lords and upon all the people who were in it. So the dead whom he killed at his death were more than those whom he had killed during his life. Like he was just destroying people, but at that moment he he was humbled. He was humbled. And that's for us. I mean, if if we're going to 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 walk with God, we need to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Are you depending too much on yourself and not seeking God in the decisions that you're making? And that's important for us men. As we lead our homes, like we can't, we can't jump in head first. We need to be seeking God. Because when we jump in head first, our decisions impact everybody else in the house. So I need to be seeking God. I need to be like, Lord, you have all of my heart. I need, to, I need the truth of God's word to guide me. I need to be in prayer. And I need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Renewing me a new spirit. When I read Isaiah, and I read verse 6, In all your ways acknowledge Him. Holy, holy, holy. In all your ways acknowledge Him. He's being worshipped at this moment. And yet, He wants an audience with you. He craves it. He wants it. He loves you. He desires it. You're Abba Father. You're His children. Acknowledge Him. Spend time with Him. The only way you grow in Christ is by growing in your personal relationship with Christ. So what's your life verse? If you don't have one, and you go, well, I don't want a life verse. I'd like to have a verse for the year. That's cool too. I believe that God put something on our heart, and there's always that one verse that sticks with us. And it may just be for a season. But could you spit it out if you had to? Just like that young lady going all the way through Romans chapter 12. Could you bring it up in your heart if you had to when the trials and the tribulations start and the doubt comes in 
and you're about to lean on your own understanding, but you go, wait a minute. Man, I need to trust the Lord with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength, with all my mind. Right? Am I doing that? No. I, man, let me do that. I need to stop and pray. Let me back away from what I'm fixing to do. It, you know, I, I, we'll get into more of, of this weekend, uh, this week, and I just want to really, at the end of the day, encourage y'all. Encourage y'all. Uh, I, this was my first verse that I ever learned. And, and again, I had a King James Bible, just like Steve. And I was sitting there going, man, I'm going through it. And I'm like, man, I don't understand nothing. And I got to this, I read that, and I was like, man, I get that. That's easy. I understand it. And it stuck with me. That one in Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. Those, those two. The, for some reason, it was like, man, I was so easy to put my eyes on the world. And I had to stop doing that. Start seeking first the kingdom of God. Seeking the things that are eternal, right? Where he sits at the right hand. Well, that concludes today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light Radio. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you'd like to submit a prayer request or get in contact with us to find out service times, you can do all of that at our website, uh, as well as get uh, our podcast at Spotify, Audible, TuneIn Radio, pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Uh, you, you can just type in Sun, Salt, and Light, and you'll find it. 